Hello and welcome to the Bedouin Banter Podcast. I am your host, Khaled Dostri, and I am speaking to you from the uh, humble little island kingdom of Bahrain. And I'm sorry if it starts out with a little bit of a sinister undertone. I promise you and will dissuade you from the idea that it, it, it is anything but beautiful with uh, beautiful people and, and beautiful topics to be had. But maybe some issues with uh, some very much needed rebranding and, and kind of a, a community outreach to the rest of the world for our benefit. Um, uh, it is in the middle of the Persian Gulf or is there still a controversy between Persian Gulf and Arab Gulf, the terminology? Or did they settle that it's all about which side of the water you're actually standing from and that's what you call it? I don't, I don't know. Anyway, for the purposes of this discussion, we're going to assume that you know where that is. It is situated in the Middle East, specifically around the Gulf state Arab countries or uh, nestled between them. So the Gulf state or GCC countries, those are the Arab countries in the Gulf that are Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, uh, the UAE, which includes Dubai, Abu Dhabi and that, and uh, Oman, if I'm not mistaken, and... Uh, those who shall not be named. Starts with a Q, ends with an R. It's a little bit of a spat there going on at the moment, so um, I don't know if it will be cleared up by the time I actually this this podcast releases, but um, we'll see where that goes. In the meantime, I just want to touch base with you on the idea of what this podcast is about, why it's in the Middle East, who I am, what the goals are for the podcast, and how we'd like to get you involved in making it something uh, that is involving the greater global community in the discussion. So, what is it about? It's about identity. It's about the Middle Eastern identity. It's about the people that live there, the people that uh, have been creating uh, kind of cross-cultural experiences throughout the region and, and uh, even bigger than that on a global scale. And what it means to be a Middle Easterner, what it means to be Arab, what it means to be Ethnically Arab, but not Muslim. What it means to be an expat living here, whether you're a Westerner, as in from the United States, from the UK, Europe, or you're from other Southeast Asian countries, perhaps. Maybe you're from India, Pakistan, Philippines, Malaysia, anywhere within that regard. Yeah, in that sense, we have people that are very cautious about how to talk about these issues because they're trying to be respectful. And they're not sure how we look at the issue of identity and who represents the Arabs. And ironically enough, that's the struggle I go through and that's who I am and, and what it meant for me. So maybe I sound a bit a bit uh, westernized for some of my Arab friends. I, I don't know. <laughs> like these are all terms for like um, uh, what I, the Arabness that I should represent and which, which, which line of the spectrum I should be on. And it, it is... Kind of, like I said, a representation of me within myself, a microcosm of those values and ideals and how that identity crisis kind of shaped my life and the life, lives of many people around me. And um, I'd say, if I had to go back to it, I am Saudi Bahraini, so, uh, but I identify more as a Saudi. I grew up in Saudi Arabia. I am currently aged at 32 years old. But um, yeah, that, that shaped my experiences. That gave me an, uh, an idea of you know, how different communities, how different countries vary extremely from one mold to the next. And that this whole idea of labels and who represents Arabs, who represents Middle Easterners, these are things that we don't even understand. So that is the goal and mission of this show. It is to kind of reach out to everybody in the world and kind of begin this dialogue where it makes you guys more comfortable talking to us by showing you examples of people I've met uh, and people I've worked with, people I've uh, kind of grew and understood 
who uh, break the molds, break the labels, and don't really fit into one denomination or the next. So for me, it was that that bridge between, you know, my Western identity that, that grew up around the 80s and 90s, well, well 85 and onwards, so about five years of, of the 80s. <laughs> Considering everything came late as, as far as uh, cultural influences. So I grew up around, you know, the MTV culture, that generation of kids, uh, The Simpsons, uh, uh, Saturday morning cartoon shows, uh, the dawn of video gaming. Yeah, and how it helped contribute to my extreme escapism in Saudi Arabia, and that, that's how you cope with it. That also kind of represented, yeah, like I said, uh, that that uh, mindset of I love that stuff. That is the stuff that shapes my experiences as far as storytelling and uh, uh, and wanting to have fun with my friends and, and uh, uh, go beyond just the limitations of reality, you know. So that was that was what how the West influenced me, and then from the the East there was a lot more stuff. There was a lot of Japanese culture, a lot of Animania. Well, Animania, that's actually an event here. It's not a thing. Uh, anime and uh, manga and um, a bunch of people that I considered heavily influenced by the East overall, and those of us that are nationalistic, jingoistic, and prideful of their Arab heritage. And how we should always represent that as the the dominant force within the region, whether it inspires our art, inspires our storytelling, inspires our uh, work ethic, whatever it may be. So uh, whatever this clash that's happening in the mindsets of people on the media, new media, old media, whatever it is, there seems to be very little representation for how confusing it actually is, how confusing, complex, and Byzantian... this whole monolith of identity actually is. And uh, it caused a lot of grief and a lot of counseling, a lot of therapy throughout my life to actually figure this crap out. But um, yeah, I I was hoping to save everybody else in the world the trouble of kind of uh, tiptoeing over it and actually giving you examples of people that that have spent their whole lives trying to answer that question within their own communities and, and through their own personal experiences. So that is what the show is. I am, like I said, Saudi born Bahraini. I, uh, I don't have uh, uh, any qualification of any kind. So I'm not a political analyst. I'm not a historian. I like to dabble in a lot of things and just to analyze them from kind of a a critical thinking type of background. I enjoy uh, storytelling. I grew up a lot around comic books uh, and all the nerd culture, geek culture kind of uh, stuff and uh, and how it influenced us in the region, how we kind of sought out one another and our experiences to kind of exchange thoughts and, and, and develop opinions about all these things. So for me to have that background coming from that and then wanting to go abroad and and experience it during my college years and after that staying a little while to kind of get into entertainment, I just fell into uh, wanting to produce shows and improv comedy and um, I did some stand-up here and there, some open mics in the US before I came back to Bahrain, but uh, most of my work in entertainment kind of went into like uh, amateur theater societies. Professionally speaking, it was mostly MC work and uh, doing narrative and script writing for some events companies that were, um, you know, just starting to kick off. And whenever I worked on it on a, on a bigger scale, I remember that the first thing people would ask me was uh, what my what my cultural background was. So whether or not I, I was actually a chicken nugget. And that term is uh, our Middle Eastern term for anybody that is uh, 
that is too immersed in Western culture and grew up, you know, speaking English, only English, not really knowing Arabic, not being affiliated with the Arabic culture or, uh, you know, Arabic decorum and etiquette and, and the values and, and systems of belief that we have. But I was kind of, uh, as a cross-cultural kid, I was forced in Saudi to kind of be mingling and merging between both sides of the spectrum. But uh, believe it or not, I was not a compound kid. I wasn't cool enough to be a part of that crowd, unfortunately. I was too, uh, too geeky and too socially awkward. And for those of you that don't know what compounds are, compounds are gated communities where expats, especially in Saudi Arabia, they're kind of uh, safe. Uh, they're a safe haven for anybody that wants to come and work in Saudi Arabia, but knows that, for example, their lifestyles are not, um, are not protected by law in, in the greater community. So they basically allow... Uh, expat communities working there, whether through their corporations or through private compounds, to uh, mingle with, let's say, women, uh, to uh, have Christmas parties. There's a lot of stuff that goes on underneath. So maybe I'll get an expert here one day to actually kind of uh, delineate how it's it's it, it used to be compared to how it is now. So what is actually legal and what isn't legal with what goes on inside those uh, gated communities. Heavily fortified gated communities, by the way. <laughs> I know I maybe maybe heavily fortified is not the right term. Scale that down by about sixty percent, and you have the atmosphere and the climate of a lot of uh, expats who do live and work in in Saudi Arabia. So maybe you're a cross cultural kid. That is another aspect of the show I really want to uh, emphasize, which is uh, these kids like myself that live between the barriers, the void between both worlds. What are you, East West? Who do you represent? How dare you, sir? Those people are what I consider one of the biggest growing demographics in the world. I have no numbers or statistics to prove this. It's just my gut instinct and, and years of uh, growing up around meme culture, around video game culture, around uh, debates and forums on movies and meeting people from across the world. I feel like there's this new shared heritage of people, doesn't matter where they grew up, they could be chicken nuggets from China, chicken nuggets from Korea. Every country has kind of their own, so send in yours. I've heard versions and variations of this from the Philippines to, you know... Uh, South Americans to anywhere else. So you, the chicken nuggets of the world, you exist everywhere. You are an audience that, you know, you share the same jokes, you share the same stories, you have the same interests, you have the same references. So I believe that there's nobody out there representing you. So in a sense, it's not a, it's not a, a it's not a more social commentary than it is politics. But that's, that's really what we want to get at. We want to kind of uh, bring that community together. And just to make make sure people get this, I do not in any way represent any community. I represent myself and, and kind of the magnifying glass I want to put on this phenomenon. That's it. I don't represent chicken nuggets. I don't. I just feel like this should be a, there should be a dialogue between us, people that understand this and actually go through it, sharing those challenges and those struggles between ourselves and see how you've dealt with it and, and learn from your lessons and, and compare them to mine and just like look at notes, share notes and, and information. So, yeah. I think I've covered pretty much everything. Told you a little bit about myself and uh, about the girls and all that and, and how I'd like you guys to participate. So um, support in any way you can. Somehow one day I'm going to figure out how to get Patreon set up and, and even a camera in this room and, 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 and make this kind of grow naturally. I do apologize if, if I have problems with my interviewing style. I tend to rant and ramble. I'll try to prep as much as I can. But like I said, really have no experience with any of this. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out a lot of the technical aspects. Uh, thank you again 
And uh, hopefully I'll see you next time on our first first podcast. I think it's going to be with Ghazi, a journalist, video gamer slash uh, local entrepreneur. No idea. All right, guys. You take care and stay safe.